0: Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 131 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the Detroit Lions letting go head coach, Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia was fired from the Lions after going 13-29 and in less than three full seasons with the team. And absolutely no one is surprised by this move. He seemed to be acting like a tyrant, and he was getting called out by his own players, including former lion, pro bowler, Darius Slay. Everybody on that team seems to despise him. And his biggest victory as Detroit Lions head coach came back in 2018 when he beat his former team, the Patriots, 26 to 10. That is the biggest win in the head coaching career of Matt Patricia. And it meant absolutely nothing to the franchise. That is why he's let go. He has no signature wins. He's 13 and 29 and the franchise doesn't seem to be moving upwards. I never really understood this higher in the first place. When he was the defensive coordinator of the Patriots, their defenses were never really that great. Yes, there was that one year when they had Darrell Rivas and I thought that year they were a superb defensive team, but that was because of the players. I never thought Matt Patricia was some great defensive coordinator who deserved to get a head coaching job. And I feel like he just got a head coaching job because he was with the Patriots and they were winning some Super Bowls that's why I think he was given this opportunity but I don't think that the Patriots biggest strength during those years was their defense their biggest strength as we're seeing it this year was that they had the greatest quarterback of all time and Matt Patricia was just there for the ride I don't think he was ready to be the head coach of a franchise based off of his merits as defensive coordinator of the Patriots I don't care about these other aspects that people seem to be calling out well he doesn't have the look of a head coach, it doesn't matter how you look, it matters what your win and loss record is. I was surprised by the fact that Matt Patricia got a head coaching gig before Josh McDaniels was given a second chance to be the head coach of a team because I think Josh McDaniels has been a way bigger part of the Patriots' success over the years than Matt Patricia has. So the fact that the Lions even made this higher never made any sense to me. But then when you look further, you really look at the crux of the problem. How many of these Bill Belichick disciples have to fail for NFL teams to stop hiring them as NFL head coaches? you got Romeo Cornell, where it clearly didn't work for the Cleveland Browns. Yes, he won 10 games one year as their head coach, but that was never going to work out. Then you had Eric Mangini, who thought he was a genius, and his best year with the Jets as a head coach is when he had an old retiring Brett Favre as his quarterback. That was never a good hire for that team either. And don't even get me started with Josh McDaniels and the Broncos. I think he's the worst of the worst when he was given his opportunity because he basically did Spygate 2.0 that we don't really talk about anymore. And then you get the guy who had the most success, Bill O'Brien. I think you can look at Bill O'Brien and say out of everyone that comes from the Bill Belichick coaching tree, Bill O'Brien has had the most success. He turned the Houston Texans into a pretty formidable team. But then when he was given the opportunity to be the head coach and the GM just like Bill Belichick is with the Patriots. It completely blew up in his face and he gave DeAndre Hopkins away for a second round draft pick and an aging running back in David Johnson. I think Bill O'Brien's mistakes aren't that he's not a good head coach it's that he shouldn't have the same amount of power as Bill Belichick and I think that's the biggest issue with all of these guys is that they're in search of that power that they're used to seeing from Bill Belichick they all want it so they all come to these teams and act like dictators and saviors to these lesser franchises like Romeo Cornell walks into the Cleveland Browns and thinks he's going to save them because he's been with the Patriots the same thing with Manchester and the Jets. He's the answer to all their problems because he's been around a winning organization. The same thing with McDaniels and the Broncos, and again with Patricia and the Lions, and the same with Bill O'Brien and the Texans. These guys all think they have the answers because they've been around a guy who literally does seem to have all the answers, and they think they've learned everything he knows. And I think the answer to it is they haven't learned much because they're not given that much responsibility for the Patriots. Bill Belichick is the genius behind the Patriots. None of these coordinators are better than Belichick as a coach. Again, Bill O'Brien has had the most success out of anyone from the Bill Belichick coaching tree, yet nobody really respects him as a head coach, and they think he's one of the worst executives in the history of football, and that says a lot that puts him ahead of guys like Mangini, like McDaniels, and like Patricia. That's how low the bar is for Patriots coaches having success After they leave the Patriots, Bill O'Brien is at the top of the list. Again, I think all of these guys walk into these franchises thinking like they have all of the answers. They have enormous egos and they act like they are the biggest reasons for the Patriots being a dynasty. They all think they were a huge part of it, but they weren't that big a part of it. It's all about Belichick and it's all about Brady and all these guys. They did contribute to it, but they were kind of just there for the ride. Like, I don't think. Josh McDaniels is one of the best offensive coordinators of all time. I think he was around massive amounts of talent like a Tom Brady, like a Randy Moss, and like a Wes Welker. Do I think he's a really good offensive coordinator? Yes. But the arrogance he came to the Broncos with was out of this world. He acted like a guy who seemingly had all the answers, and that's something all these people have in common. They act like they have all the answers. And going back to Patricia, I found that to be laughable because for a lot of his time with the Patriots, the defense was not very good. I mean, the Patriots were known as this team that was going to give up a lot of yards and not a lot of points. This wasn't the early 2000s Ravens and this wasn't the 85 Bears that Matt Patricia was walking away from. So for him to come to the Detroit Lions and act like he has all the answers and that he's one of the better head coaches in the league, I thought it was totally ridiculous and I think it blew up in his face. And then there's another former Patriot who's a head coach of an NFL organization currently and that's Joe Judge and he's showing early signs of suffering from these same issues. I mean he had that issue with Golden Tate that I thought was completely ridiculous and he reportedly got into a heated argument with his assistant which may or may not have ended up in a fist fight. I mean this guy probably thinks he has all the answers because he was around the Patriots. I mean you look at all of these issues all these people have had and you even look at the fact that Josh McDaniels is still thought of as a candidate even though he walked away from the Colts job, which looked like it was going to be a pretty good gig. I mean, just that alone, how are these teams still hiring Patriots assistants, Bill Belichick lackeys, to be the head coach in the face of their organization. It doesn't seem to be the best way to go. And oh, by the way, a lot of people will count him. Mike Rabel does not count as a Bill Belichick coaching tree. He played for the man. He did not coach for the Patriots. He coached for the Houston Texans. Andy Reid is thought of as one of the better head coaches in the league. And one thing that he does have over Bill Belichick is looking look at Andy Reid's coaching tree. It's way better than Bill Belichick's. These are the names. John Harbaugh, you know the guy who's the longtime coach of the Baltimore Ravens who won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco as his quarterback? Yeah, that guy's part of the Andy Reid coaching tree. Then you have Doug Peterson, you know the guy who beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl with Nick Foles? Yeah, that guy's part of the Andy Reid coaching tree. Ron Rivera, who went to the Super Bowl with Cam Newton, he's part of the Andy Reid coaching tree. Sean McDermott, who's about to win the AFC East. With Josh Allen as his quarterback. And he's turned Josh Allen into one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, Josh Allen is not a top 10 quarterback. But he'd make my top 15 at that point, And that's a huge improvement from years past. And finally, also part of the Andy Reid coaching tree is Matt Nagy. Now, Matt Nagy's not perfect. But he's had better success. Than some of those other guys like Mangini and Romeo Cornell. Like I think Matt Nagy is an okay head coach who's probably going to get a second chance if the Bears move on from him. Look at that Andy Reid coaching tree compared to that Bill Belichick coaching tree. I don't know what that says about either guy. Is Andy Reid just better at prepping these guys to be the head coach, or is he relying on his coordinators way more than Bill Belichick is? And my answer to that is probably. I bet Andy Reid relies way more on his defensive coordinators than Bill Belichick does or his offensive coordinators than Bill Belichick does because I think Bill Belichick is a better head coach. But if you're looking at coaching trees, Andy Reid's coaching tree is far superior. All of these Bill Belichick disciples have ended in shame with their organizations. Nobody wants to give Bill O'Brien another head coaching gig because they think of him as a power-hungry maniac. The same thing with Josh McDaniels. He was given his second opportunity and he was like, no, I'd rather just listen to Bill for two more years. Nobody wants to give these guys second chances because of how arrogantly their first attempts at head coaching ends. And I do think some of them probably live with this myth that they'll get their second opportunity like Bill Belichick did. Remember Bill Belichick was let go by the Browns as they were going to become the Baltimore Ravens and then he got his second opportunity with the Patriots. So Josh McDaniels is probably living in a fantasy world where that's going to happen to him and he's going to walk into the perfect scenario where he can win Super Bowls. So he's probably saying no to these lesser jobs. I think being an assistant under Bill Belichick has been a huge detriment to the coaching careers of these people because they walk away with his persona, his lack of respect for the media, and his overall arrogance. And that only works if you're truly a -a one-of-a-time, all-time great NFL head coach, which seemingly none of those men I mentioned before, Romeo Cornell, Matt Patricia, Josh McDaniels, they're just not those guys. Eric Mangini, they're just not that good of coaches. Bill O'Brien, they're not... the same level as Belichick, but they act like they are. So all these teams should stop hiring Patriots assistants until further notice. That would be my advice for them. Now to get back to Matt Patricia and the Lions. From the Lions perspective, the way I view them as a franchise is as a place where great players don't want to play for them. You look at Barry Sanders. This guy was an all-time legendary running back. A lot of people view him as the best of all time. Calvin Johnson a generational talent one of the best receivers I've ever seen yet both of these men decided to retire from football at such a young age and when I look at them I think of the Detroit Lions and I think they made them do that because they were part of a losing organization that were never going to win a Super Bowl like I think if Calvin Johnson were on a team like the Patriots in this prime he would not have retired from football and probably the same for Barry Sanders if Barry Sanders were was in Emmett Smith's position with the Cowboys, he would have probably played well into his mid-30s. He would have been the all-time leading rusher. Like if you switch Barry Sanders with Emmett Smith, Emmett Smith might have been the one who retired early. That's how I view the Detroit Lions as this team that makes great players not want to play football. And whether that's fair or not, that's how I think a lot of people view the Detroit Lions. And I view them as a place that is way the career of Matthew Stafford. Yes, I believe Matthew Stafford is a good enough quarterback to at least make it to a Super Bowl. We've seen Jimmy Garoppolo make it to a Super Bowl last year. We saw Nick Foles win a Super Bowl. You cannot tell me that Matthew Stafford is not capable of leading a team to a Super Bowl. Like I said before, Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford has put up some huge stats in this league and he deserved better from that team. He's Only been to the playoffs three times, and again, they made his best weapon retire. He's also never played for a great head coach. I mean, come on, Jim Swartz, Jim Caldwell, and Matt Patricia. That is inexcusable. Get this guy a good enough head coach, and that's what this team should do for the remaining years of Matthew Stafford's career. Get an offensive-minded head coach to get the best out of Matthew Stafford. so you can at least try to compete for a division title. Do you know the Detroit Lions have not won a division since 1993? It's been that long since they've been divisional champs, let alone trying to compete for a Super Bowl. Just get back to respectability because you haven't been there forever. So that's what the Lions have to do. They have to change my perception of them as an organization. I think they are at the bottom of how I view teams. I think they are at the bottom of the league of teams that I respect because I view them as a place great players don't want to play and the place that ruined Matthew Stafford's career don't tell me that Matthew Stafford cannot win a Super Bowl I don't think he's a top five quarterback probably not even a top 10 but he is good enough to at least compete for a Super Bowl title and he has not even been given the chance this guy put up 5,000 yards in one season he is one of the he has one of the best arms in in the league get this guy some weapons yes he's had some weapons Calvin Johnson Marvin Jones but he's never been given a great team offensively and defensively at the same time and again he's never been given a quality head coach Jim Swartz Jim Caldwell and Matt Patricia is not enough for this guy again he hasn't been given that chance I can diss Philip Rivers because I think Philip Rivers is a quarterback who's been given the chance to compete for Super Bowls I cannot do the same with Matthew Stafford because I don't think he's been given his chance to compete for Super Bowls. I can diss those other guys who've been given chances and failed, but Matthew Stafford has not been given a fair shot, not in the way that Tony Romo was. Matthew Stafford has not been given that shot. He has not been around a talented enough roster for me to be like, why haven't you won any rings? No, he has not been given any kind of a shot to compete for anything. They haven't won their division since 1994. Free and he's not on that level of Aaron Rodgers where I don't have to give him weapons and he can just make nothing out of something that's not the type of quarterback that Matthew Stafford is he's not one of the all-time greats but he is one of the better quarterbacks of his generation and I don't think he's been given a fair shot to compete for a Super Bowl bringing things back to Matt Patricia it will be interesting to see if Patricia lands back at his old gig with the Patriots as defensive coordinator I'm Right now, they don't have a defensive coordinator. They have Gerard Mayo and Steven Belichick. It will be interesting to see if Patricia takes back his old job like a guy like Josh McDaniels did. Josh McDaniels came back and was offensive coordinator for the Patriots and is still offensive coordinator for the Patriots. So will Matt Patricia go down that same road or will he get another gig somewhere else? One thing's for sure. Matt Patricia is not going to get another opportunity to be a head coach. In this league for a very long time. And for me, if he's ever going to get that second chance, he needs to admit that he was part of the problem. And I think that's something that these other guys have failed to do. Mangini doesn't seem to think he was part of the problem with the Jets. O'Brien doesn't seem to think he was part of the problem with the Texans. Romeo Cornell doesn't seem to think he was a problem. These guys are a problem. They need to look in the mirror and say to themselves, I'm not Bill Belichick. And when I lost, my job. The problem was I was trying to act like him. He's the guy who's won the six Super Bowls and I was just there for the ride. I also want to clarify something. Nobody thought that this was going to be a huge success for Matt Patricia, but they were rooting against him because he acted like a poor human being. None of his players liked him. He would have been probably given till the end of the year if he acted like a decent and respected head coach. It's because he tried to act like Like Belichick without having the success. It goes to show you can't act like Greg Popovich or Bill Belichick and be mean to the media unless you deserve those accolades by winning football games week after week after week. And when you have down years, guess what? We start to call you out on that. Bill Belichick is one of the best head coaches of all time, but now that he's a coach of a 5 and 6 team, we're even starting to question him a little bit. You need to act like a decent human being or you. need to win football games. Or the result will be you will lose your job. And that's exactly what happened with Matt Patricia and all of these other guys. Stop trying to act like Bill Belichick and act like a decent human being who gets along with his players. The one guy who's seemingly going to have success from the Bill Belichick coaching tree seems to be Brian Flores. I mean, he's got a young quarterback in Tua, but if he can get that along, he can end up being the best of these coaches because he He's not acting like a tool bag. He's acting like somebody the players actually want to play for and they're playing hard for him. He's not embarrassing. All those other coaches had embarrassing moments with their players. They didn't get along with the players because they tried to act like Bill Belichick. I think Brian Flores is acting like Brian Flores. And more of those Patriot assistants, if they want to be head coaches, need to act like themselves and not Bill Belichick. That's the sad part of the Matt Patricia thing. He wasn't acting like Matt Patricia. He was acting what he thinks the dictator head coach of a football team should act like and it ended up costing him his job. Again if he were 13 and 29 and his players liked him they would have given him till the end of the year to lose his job but they did it right in the middle because they were like we're sick and tired of this act you're pulling. All in all nobody looks like a winner in this situation and both sides need to change. Matt Patricia needs to change as a head coach, and the Lions need to restructure themselves as an organization and get back to respectability. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head Dad Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, so please rate, review, and subscribe.